there. Welcome. And thanks for listening along with Kingstown Communion, an inclusive and affirming United Methodist Church in the Kingstown area of Alexandria, Virginia. And our community exists to gather people, just like you here now, into communion with Christ and extend God's table into the world through courageous conversation, creative community, and collaborating for the common good. This podcast is just one way that we live this out. For more information about our church or to give to our ministry, visit kingstowncommunion.net. And if you live nearby, we hope you'll join us for worship on Sundays at Hayfield Secondary School. Guys, we're going to go ahead and get started first with uh, an opening prayer from our district superintendent. Church Conference. Your church is part of the Northern Virginia District of the United Methodist Church, and I'm Sarah Calvert, your district superintendent. When you finish all of your work here, I will be the one who reads your reports. So rest assured, all our methodical Methodism does have a purpose and someone who pays attention to it. I pray that you and your church have the opportunity to celebrate the work that you've done over the past year. I pray for the leaders who've served and the people who've been reached and the generations that will know who God is because of you and your church. I also pray that as you plan for the next year, new leaders, new budgets, new ways of leaning into the resources and the faith that God has given you, that you will see new opportunities for sharing the good news and for letting people know that they too are beloved children of God. I also hope that you look for more collaborations in the new year, new ways of sharing ministry and mission, maybe with nearby Methodist congregations, local nonprofits, and other local churches. May you find unexpected places and spaces in your community that need to hear the good news. I am so proud of the innovative ways in which many of the district churches have connected in the community that surrounds them, walking with those who've been left behind or who haven't yet to find healthy community or needed resources. Please continue to do this work. And if you need help getting started, please contact our district office and we can help you do this kind of shared ministry. This has become an essential part of the mission that we have to make disciples and transform the world. Know that this district and this conference want the best for you and your church. So if I or my team at the Northern Virginia District can help you, we are ready to do so. I pray a blessing on the journey of your church from the current status that you're in to the future. I pray that God sees and knows the work that you do and that you feel that grace poured upon you. Amen. All right, good morning, friends. I officially call this meeting to order. All right, we got two guys up here who just love being in front of everyone, so please uh, bear with us. But uh, okay, so just to orient you, we got two big things happening. This is all one charge conference, but we have the first part, which is sort of incorporating, uh, actually forming and incorporating and electing officers for the, uh, you know, the nonprofit that we just recently um, formed. So we have to do that part. Then we'll do all the church stuff kind of after that. So kind of it's going to be, you know, if you've been to a charge conference before, it's kind of two different halves. And the the first part is really just to, among the leadership team, but you're all as part of this nonprofit, you're, you're kind of witnessing that. Second part is kind of congregationally and there'll be the Q&A and all the normal church reports that you're used to seeing. But 
That said, uh, if you don't have a hard copy, that's okay. You can go to the website, kingstowncommunion.net slash lacking nothing. Uh, all the materials are there. There are a limited number of printed copies. Yeah, 15 copies, so y'all will need to print something that's 50 pages for all of Yeah, it is a lot of. Yeah, so there's lots of stuff, yeah, so um, handing out the printed copies. Um, so just make sure you're following along there. There's a table of contents, which you can see. We're going to be referring to a lot of the individual uh, reports and things as we go through. Um, there's also on this link a live virtual Q&A forum. So as we get to the churchy part, um, if you have questions about the budget or any of the other reports that are being uh, talked about, that's where you can submit your questions. We'll have someone monitoring that and then we'll make sure we can answer them uh, before we wrap up today. So keep an eye on that and be sure to post your, uh, your questions there and uh, talk to Michelle or someone on leadership if you can't get that to work, uh, if you're trying to post a question. Uh, so again, I talked about the agenda, table contents. It's all in the packet or on the online packet. Um, so again, as I mentioned, required business reports first, then the state of the church and all the Q&A. Um, so that means this first part, Again, I mentioned this, but the Board of Trustees, the, the, uh, the officers that we're electing to the, to the nonprofit, those are who are voting first. And you're sort of, if you're in the congregation, you're just kind of watching that. Then when we get to the church stuff, you know, that's when everybody's voting. And we'll try to kind of reiterate that as we go through the process. Um, okay, I think that takes care of that. Um, I do have one other, you know, item of business. Um, so because we're forming a business and forming a nonprofit right now before your very eyes, uh, we have to uh, elect some temporary officers. So I hereby nominate Christian Campy as the uh, temporary chairperson for the next five minutes, um, being the trustees chair of Kingstown Communion's leadership team. And I nominate myself, Brett Sammons, as the temporary secretary of the uh, nonprofit, being the uh, secretary for the leadership team uh, on the church for the next five minutes. Uh, so. Um, that being said, I'd like to turn your attention to page six, Corporation Waiver of Notice. Okay, so this is the legal stuff. Um, because we did not meet ahead of time to, uh, you know, nominate and, and elect a board of trustees, uh, have a separate meeting prior to this. This waiver of notice is noting you that we, the undersigned being all the trustees of Kingstown Community United Methodist Church Incorporated, a corporation incorporated under Title 57 of the Virginia Code, do hereby waive a notice of the time, place, and purpose of the first meeting of the Board of Trustees of said corporation. We designate today, the first day of October 2023, as a time and Hayfield Secondary School, 7630 Telegraph Road, Alexandria, Virginia 22315, as the place of said meeting, the purpose thereof being to elect officers complete the organization of said corporation and to transact such other business as may be necessary or advisable. And all of the leadership team has signed this ahead of time. So we've got that out of the way. I'll turn it over to our chairperson here for the corporation report. As the temporary chairperson, I now bring before the initial directors of the corporation and board of trustees the election of officers to hold office until December 31st of this year or until their respective select successors are elected and qualified and called for nominations. As a temporary chairperson of the Board of Trustees, I nominate a motion that we elect myself as the trustees chair for the church, 
to be the chairperson of the board of trustees of the corporation. <coughs> Ryan Boma as the lay leader of the church to be the vice chairperson of the board of trustees of the corporation. Reverend Michelle Matthews as the pastor of the church to be the secretary of the board of trustees of the corporation. And Allison Richards as the finance administrator of the church and treasurer of the charge conference to be the treasurer of the board of trustees of the corporation. Motion is placed. Do we have a second? Second. All those in favor? Aye. All those opposed? Okay. And again, I know this is crazy, but it's just uh, the, the trustees are the only ones voting right now. But if you're in the congregation and you really feel, you can say aye all you want. We'll, it'll be great. Um, okay. All right. I motion that we adopt the seal. Is it? It's, it's actually not up there. Okay. Sorry. So I motion that we adopt the seal, be adopted as the corporate seal of the corporation, an impression to be affixed who all official documents of the corporation. Motion's on the floor. Second. Uh, any discussion? Okay. All those in favor? Aye. 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 All those opposed? Okay. Motion passes. All right. I motion that we adopt the enclosed bylaws, which have been provided by the Legal Services Office of the United Methodist Church and have been reviewed section by section, be adopted as the bylaws of the corporation without amendment until a January 2024 meeting is called to review and amend them if needed. And I, I just provide a little extra background there. This is basically holding us over until we have a, you know, at the start of the year, um, you know, the, the chance to sort of take stock of, of what the bylaws are going to be. But this is basically for now through uh, January 2024. That's why there's specific dates in there. So. Uh, motions on the floor, uh, second. All right, any discussion? All those in favor? Aye. Motion passes. I motion that unless otherwise ordered, announced, or is necessary, all meetings of the Board of Trustees shall be held at the office of the corporation at 5510 Cherokee Avenue, Suite 300, Alexandria, Virginia, 22312. Motions on the floor, you have a second. Any discussion? All those in favor? Aye. Aye. All those opposed? Motion passes. All right. I motion that the treasurer, Allie Richards, is authorized and directed to alert Atlantic Union Bank of the newly incorporated status of the church and is authorized to pay all fees and expenses incident to and necessary for the organization of the corporation, as well as the secretary, Reverend Michelle Matthews, is authorized, is authorized and directed to procure the proper corporate books, transfer all property ownership, to the corporation and file within minutes of the meeting the waiver of notice, a copy of the bylaws, and the articles of incorporation. Motion's on the floor. Do you have a second? Okay. Any discussion? All those in favor? Aye. Those opposed? Motion passes. And at this time, you know, that sort of concludes the business of the, uh, Michelle, we need one back there. 
Um, concludes the corporation type business, so now we're going to move on to the churchy type business. I'm going to get off the stage and uh, do my secretary thing over here. So, uh, thanks. I motion that the lead pastor, Reverend Michelle Matthews, of this incorporated United Methodist Church in Fairfax County, Virginia, shall be the person authorized to register all property, order for the appointment or substitution of church trustees, and file proper documentation of elected officers of the corporation with the circuit court. Motion is placed. Yeah, motion is placed. Anybody second? Second. Any discussion? All in favor? Aye. All uh, against? <laughs> All right. And then I motion that we adopt the trustees' report as it appears within your packet. Do I have a second? Any discussion? All in favor? All opposed. All right. I guess I'll keep things moving. But uh, next up is finance reports. So uh, that'll be Cheryl Williams, our finance chair. Um, let's see. As noted here, we have the finance report that's in your packets. Um, what I want to highlight here on the first page is basically, as you can see from the organization, um, in this year I became the chair of the finance committee, and then Allie Richards is the treasurer and has been since 2021. Next page, please. The, or slide, I should say. Um, the other big thing to highlight here on the finance report is that it was, um, I'm sorry, excuse me. Uh, there was a financial review that was conducted uh, by Teresa Phillips. And when she reviewed our 2022 financial statements, um, she noted that once we put the improvements in place, that she found our report to be acceptable and consistent with generally accepted accounting principles. Um, and in case you're wondering well, what were the improvements, uh, basically we put in place uh, controls to that include a multi-factor authorization. Some of you may know that from different things that you have where you have to put it, you know, you can put in uh, your, your um, email address and then it'll say, well, what's your text? Then it'll send you something and it verifies. So that's what the multi-factor, it's more than one way of authenticating that the person who's using something is actually authorized to do that. Um, and then also the recommendation that we um, have fill a fillable PDF form for any payment requests that we have, um, because that would also provide an additional layer of protection. Um, 
So again, those are the things that I'd like to highlight. Um, and at this point in time, I'd like to motion that we adopt the finance report as it appears in your packet, including the letter of financial review that was written by Terry Phillips. Um, I'd like to put the motion on the floor. Are there any seconds? Okay. Um, discussion? Those in favor? Those op that oppose? Okay. The motion passes. Okay. Next slide, please. Okay. Uh, this chart reflects the total amount that we were behind or ahead for the year at the end of that particular two-month period. And this should not be foreign because this um, chart was also contained here in the handout that we received, uh, what, less than a month or so ago in the packets, okay? Next slide, please. Uh, this slide and the next two, uh, I would characterize as demonstrating uh, Kingstown loving large. Um, and it reflects, and you'll, you'll see this in the next two slides as well, um, the increase when you look from 2023 to 2024 in terms of our service and justice, uh, and then also the increase in the community collaboration and outreach. Uh, again, the loving large in which Kingstown will give at least 10% of our operational budget away to the community. Okay? Next slide, please. And again, instead of the pie chart, you have this comparison uh, in terms of the change. And when you look at the community collaboration and outreach and the service and justice, that, that increase there. Um, the next slide will also highlight the increase in the clergy leadership. Okay, that, thank you. That, as you can see, goes from the 57.5 to 98. Um, I'm looking at that correctly, hold on one second. I'm sorry, yes. Uh, so at this point, I'm sorry, I'm looking at something, making sure I'm saying what I'm saying is actually correct. Okay, so at this point in time, I'd like to go ahead and have Richard come up. Uh, he will go into greater detail in terms of addressing the increase in the clergy leadership. And after, leader, after Richard discusses that, I'll come back. Okay. All right, good morning, everyone. Uh, my name is Richard Wozniak. I am the SPRC chair. Um, if you're not familiar with uh, the Methodist Church, SPRC is a staff parish relations committee. It's basically the HR sort of function for the church. Um, also gets into clergy compensation as well, which is why I'm here. Um, if you could hit the next slide, Brett. And I'm going to not stand in front of the slide. All right. Um, so this is the SPRC report. Um, and so I'll talk a little bit, and then we'll have Cheryl come back up. Um, SPRC, because part of this deals with clergy compensation, um, we're sort of playing tag team. So like I said, I'll talk for a minute. We'll have Cheryl back up to finish the financial stuff. Um, and then we'll have a, a vote as well. Um, so some big items for SPRC this year, um, sort of our, our priorities. 
First is moving all of our organizational staff from hourly to salaried compensation. Um, that's something that we've talked about for a while. Um, and it, it's making sure that all of our staff members are paid appropriately um, and that, you know, they are, um, you know, just shifting them all to being the, the same way that they're all paid um, across the board. Um, the second budget for staff related expenses that staff have paid for off budget. Um, that makes a lot of sense. We actually want to budget for the things that our staff needs to pay for. And so we'll be incorporating that into the budget. Number three, increasing hourly wages for nursery workers according to need and also minimum wage increases. Um, we've noticed that it is hard to recruit uh, nursery workers. And part of the way to make sure that we actually have people to fulfill that role is to pay them appropriately on Sunday morning. Um, at the same time that is happening, Virginia's minimum wage is also increasing. So uh, we're increasing uh, the salary for the nursery workers uh, to go along with that as well. The fourth piece and sort of the, the big discussion item uh, for the SPRC is to make whole our pastor's compensation package um, by increasing her compensation by approximately 18%. And I'll walk through uh, this in a couple of different slides. Um, and then this is where at the end of this conversation, we will have to vote as a congregation too. Brett, if you could hit the next slide. So over the past couple of years, um, just as some background, Kingstown has not adjusted Pastor Michelle's salary since 2019. Um, part of that is was intentional. We had the pandemic. Uh, we had you know some various up and down uh, with our budget, and we we're trying to make sure that you know we could live within the budget that we had. Um, and really, what we also had to do is you know the the budget. The Methodist Church requires a certain uh, minimum pastor compensation, and Kingstown uh, has basically kept it at the, the bare minimum for what we've been required to do. And so uh, our proposal this year is really the first time that we are actually going above that minimum. So this slide on the left-hand side is the uh, Virginia minimum ordained elder compensation. So it breaks it down into salary in red, and then the housing allowance, which is what uh, the clergy member is allowed to use for housing. Um, so that's on the left-hand side. So that's what uh, is the minimum required by the, the Methodist Church. Second column is where Kingstown was for the past year. Um, and like I said, has been steady for the past several years. The third column is where we are proposing an adjustment. So to go from 46,300 to 58,000 for the salary, 26,000 to 28,000 for the housing allowance. And then on the right-hand side in the fourth column is the average comparable ordained elder compensation across Northern Virginia. So you'll see that we are moving from significantly below that to still slightly less than the average compensation for Northern Virginia, but definitely trending in the right direction. And so again, the, the point that we really wanted to make is we have not adjust, adjusted Pastor Michelle's salary for the past four years. Um, that was necessary, I think, due to the, the various budget uh, situations that the church was in. Um, but we do feel at this time that uh, we are comfortable enough making a recommendation that we increase our salary. Brett, if you could hit the next slide. To go in a little bit um, with SPRC, 
this talks about this, how clergies are, are double taxed. Um, they're self-employed for social security purposes, but they're also common law employees for income tax and liability. Um, so what this means is we're allowed to um, set aside a part of her salary as housing allowance, and then she's also allowed to get a housing exclusion. So the housing allowance is paid directly to the pastor because she doesn't have a parsonage. We don't have a house for her, so we give her that. Then the exclusion is basically a tax shelter for housing expenses that deals with this uh, tax situation. If you could hit the next slide. All right, that is not me. That is a big chart that I do not deal with numbers. Um, so like I said, I wanted to, we wanted to talk about salary now. We'll jump back into the budget stuff uh, for the next couple of minutes. Um, so that uh, Cheryl can talk about sort of overall budget things, then I'll jump back up again in a couple of minutes and we can have some additional conversation about clergy compensation. Thanks. Okay, this pie chart here um, uh, reflects our, um, if you'll note, the recurring pledged gifts uh, along with the giving fees paid, um, along with the non-recurring gifts, um, and unnamed cash gifts. Those, um, well, let me back up. Those non-recurring gifts, unnamed cash gifts, and giving the fees paid when added to the recurring pledge gifts, that's how we arrive at the 210-9, okay? And again, this was also contained in what you all previously received. Next slide, please. When we talk about the apportionments, that's basically Kingstown giving back to the United Methodist Church, uh, which funded us at the very start. Um, and that's what is apportionately asked of us and is ours to give. So right now, uh, you can see, well, it says 20% for 2024, and over time that amount is going to increase. Um, and you may be saying, well, what is it going to in the United Methodist Church? What, where is that money going? And as you can see, it's broken down there into those four areas. Um, on the right. Next slide, please. Okay. Again, another, this was also in the handout that we previously received. Um, I'm, I would call this one, I'm going to refer to this one as uh, the living lean, um, a, in which Kingstown will never exceed um, an, an annual congregational giving budget of 250000 unless every dollar above that amount is poured directly into the community. So, and that's reflected if you look at the congregational giving revenue goal. Um, the dark, it's kind of hard to see the, to differentiate these colors on here, but if you look on the top right, you'll see the congregational revenue goal and right next to that, you'll see that dot, that line ends there, and that's at the 250,000. Okay, that, that's what that pertains to. Um, 
The next thing I'd like to point out is the year in business reserve. Um, that's right on the right hand side again, the year in balance and reserve that you see there. Um, if that's the lighter red line or on the on the chart at the bottom. Interestingly, note the asterisk there, right after the 28,900. Um, thank you. My human pointer. Uh, okay, you know how they used to have the little red laser things? But um, so the significance of that is because, you know, at this point in time, we believe that having reserve or backup, if you will, of 28,900 would be appropriate. However, in the future, uh, there may be decisions that will need to be made to determine if that is enough, do, is, if that is enough, or if that amount should increase. Um, and then the same thing for the clergy compensation. Uh, right now, which you can see is at 86,000. Um, at some point in the future, again, another discussion in terms of whether or not and, and how much and at what rate that would increase. Okay, so that's the reason, in case you're wondering why there are asterisks, that's the reason. Those are like decision points, I'd say. Um, the other that's more of a, a pinkish color um, just basically shows where Kingstown was in terms of the giving revenue or goal percentage increase year over year. And as you can see in the early years, 72%. And then the thought is that over time, that will obviously it gets lower and lower and lower, okay, as we'll have, have met, met our um, congregational giving goals, and the increase will not be as significant as it was at the very beginning. That's all I have for the finance report. Richard? All right, so back with me again. So this is the point um, where we actually do have a congregational vote. Um, so recall, I talked a couple minutes ago about sort of how we reached the decision on clergy compensation. Um, we as a leadership team debated over this over a number of weeks. Um, looking at the chart that I showed you earlier on the difference between where our salary had been set previously for Pastor Michelle to the average uh, where across Northern Virginia. Um, and we, like I said, we debated quite significantly, um, recognizing that as a church, we are trying to be lean, but at the same time, also need to make sure that we have appropriate compensation um, and that we are not underpaying um, somebody by the course of 15 plus thousand dollars. Um, so with that, I'll walk you through this slide. So this is actually the clergy compensation report um, again, we have to approve this as a congregation submitted to the Methodist Church. I'll walk you through just, just a couple of numbers because some of this is not extraneous, but not super important for our, our conversation. So in the circle part, you'll see the total compensation package is $86,000. So that includes uh, $58,000 salary and then $28,000 for the housing allowance, like I mentioned. The number underneath that, the $38,000 for the uh, parsonage or housing exclusion um, that I discussed about earlier. So that is sort of what the clergy compensation looks like. Um, and then I mentioned earlier sort of about all the tax situations dealing with that. Are there any questions about this particular form? Yeah, so can you clarify on the housing allowance? Um, 
Yeah, no, that's a good question. Can you go back a couple of slides, Brett? Thanks. So for clergy are self-employed for social security purposes, um, but they're common law employees for income tax and liability, so they have to pay federal and state income taxes on that. Um, and so the reason that you do the housing allowance and the housing exclusion is that it um, helps sort of mitigate the, the double tax status there. That is a good question. I'm actually, That's Ellie, go ahead. Get it. Thank you, Ali. The, you'll see on the form um, that I had up there, it actually does say the amount that is included or that should be included on our W-2 and that sort of thing. So all of that um, is calculated out there. Uh, yeah, so the W-2 income to be reported is $40,000 because of that um, housing allowance. Any other questions? Okay. Um, so with that, like I said, this is the point where we uh, do need to vote as a congregation. Um, so I motion that we adopt the enclosed clergy compensation, accountable reimbursement, and housing exclusion forms with all figures listed as the compensation for our pastor beginning, beginning January 1, 2024. Second. Any discussion? All right. All in favor? All opposed? All right. Motion passes. All right, and from that, I think, Brett, could you do the next slide? That is it for me, and so I think over to Michelle. Thanks.